This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Lather Talk with your hosts, John Shea and Gerard Gustillo. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of Lather Talk. First up, the Lather Talk Awards are just around the corner. Who's going to receive the prestigious Hagi Awards? Well, this year, we're bringing the listeners in on the whole process. Guys, head over to the Lather Talk Discord, and you can submit your nominations in the following categories. Best Razor, Best Brush Maker, Best Brush Knot, Best Scent, Best Shaving Accessory, and Best New Artisan. After a week or two, I'll be rounding up these nominations and putting together an official Google form ballot where everyone can vote on their favorites. This marks the second Lather Talk Awards, and we can't wait to hear back from you guys. Now looking ahead at this episode, Gerard and I share some of our Thanksgiving traditions, what our plans were this past Thanksgiving. We also chat briefly about the recently passed three-year anniversary of Lather Talk. The first episode aired back on December 4th, 2019. We didn't know what the heck we were doing, but here we are three years later, still having fun, still talking about wet shaving. Last but not least, today's episode features a listener spotlight of Sloppy Badger. Some of you guys might know him from Instagram. He recently launched a new Instagram live show called Shave Holes. Funny, great name. uh, With a couple of other folks in the Instagram wet shaving community. This listener spotlight was recorded back in the summer, I want to say. So it's a little bit late, but it's the last one I have in my queue of listener spotlights. And I can't wait to share that with you. Now, just a note that these listener spotlights are a perk of being a part of the Lather Talk Patreon. I'll keep this plug short, but if you head over to patreon.com slash lather talk, you can help financially support the show and the Lather Hog channel. And besides the perk of appearing on a listener spotlight, you also get some behind the scenes looks and early access to bonus footage. All right, guys, that's it for the intro. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll catch you in just a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as we mentioned before, though, this is leading up to Thanksgiving. So, for everyone who is celebrating the holiday, we hope that you have or you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Gerard, what what are your Thanksgiving plans for this year? Yeah, um, no travel. Gonna stay mm-hmm. stay in town. Um, probably go to my parents. Well, yeah, we are going to my parents. I'm gonna cook over there and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. My in-laws don't, uh, they're, they're also close, which is nice, but they're like, they're empty nesters, right? Like all the kids are out. So yeah. Yeah. they're like, nah, we're just going to go somewhere else. <laughs> we're like, all right. Oh. <laughs> like, now, want... now most of, oh, sorry, keep, keep going, keep going. Oh yeah. Like if, you know, I think they said like, yeah, you're more than welcome to come. And I'm like, I'll be like full by like one o'clock and then I won't have any room for like actual dinner. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna ask. Oh, I was gonna ask you about food wise. Anyway, just like what it's what is the um, uh, like is it like a, a combination of like American Thanksgiving food, Filipino food, and other? Or please please yeah. describe what, so, what the spread looks like. So this year it'll probably be it's always both. You know, um, like the past few years I've been basically in charge of the turkey and stuff like that. And so, oh, you you you're in charge of the turkey. Oh, yeah. oh nice, yeah. nice. Like, like I said, you know, like, sh- like you know, you talk about how shaving is therapeutic. Well, cooking is also therapeutic for me. 
Sure, sure. You know? I've seen I've seen you in action when you came to visit. Yeah, it, and, certainly. And, I, and it's also kind of like I just don't like, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen is not a is not is is uh, is is one of those things. So like, not a lot of people want to be in the kitchen. So it's like nice because like no one's like talking oh, to I me. See. Like, it, you know, they stay out of yeah. It's yeah, like, it's like if you're the one like if you're if you're barbecuing, if you're just outside with the barbecue, then no one's gonna bother yeah. you. You can just chill there. What well what what is your method of preparing the bird or at least for this year? Um, yeah, um, I think for the past couple of years or a few years, actually, because um, uh, I will cut out the backbone of the of the turkey, uh, mm-hmm. which is referred to as spatchcocking, and mm-hmm. then so you can kind of fla- giggity yes yeah <laughs> cock. <laughs> um, so you can flatten <laughs> the bird. You know, because the bird is usually kind of like a football-esque in its normal shape, right? It, it, you know, with the, the, the legs and, and the wings out uh, in, in its places. But if you cut out the backbone, flatten it, um, it allows for faster cooking time and stuff like that. Um, but also, um, I'm going to, like, I tend to take apart my... I, I uh, break apart the the bird before cooking. Oh, yeah, you do? okay, yeah, got it. Got because it. it cooks so Just... much faster. Well, so and then much you can faster. Keep your dark meat, you know, dark meat needs a little longer, and then you don't want to overdo the, the the turkey breast, right? So yeah, you can at least. But like like I said, um, do it up. I mean, I have like a I have a meat thermometer, you know, I have yeah. a, I have a, and so it takes the guesswork out. It, it's so easy. It's so much easier. It's so much faster. So yeah, like the turkey's done like hour fifteen, hour thirty tops. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You know, and nice. and it's really easy. And then, um, yeah, like so, I take like the backbone and then all of like the giblets and all of the like the the innards, and then I'll t- make a I'll make a stock from that. Um, I'll probably be doing that early. I, I do all that stuff early. So before the di- before correct. the day of. Yeah, yeah, and then I think I'm, that makes sense. And then. Uh, for as long as I can remember, I've been a dry brine guy, you know. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, yeah, what your preparation is. So, okay, dry brine like, in the in the fridge. Yeah, in the fridge. Right. So dry brine in have... the fridge. Yeah. Um, I I think I go like a bit hard on my on my dry brine, and so before I when I when I take it out uh, yeah. of the brine and stuff like that, I'll rinse off all of that like excess salt and stuff like that. Cause it just, okay. okay. Salty. So you, don't, you don't leave any of it on. Yeah. No. And then, but then I'll pat it dry, pat, pat dry. And I'll, I'll, I'll do like, you know, your typical like sage, uh, sage butter or something like that. Sage thyme, rosemary butter, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, very simple, very simplistic with it. Um, I mean, to me though, like, like, yeah, Turkey, no matter what is like kind of like mm. a boring animal. Like, like, it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's never going to, like, like, people are like, oh, like, you should get the turkey breast perfect. I'm like, I don't even like the turkey. I don't like white the the, the white meat anyway. You know, like, I, I'm all about the dark meat. And 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 so. I, I like both. For turkey, I like both. I, I do enjoy both when done well. I, I really like making the gravy. I like making the turkey stock. Okay. I like reducing it down. And I like, you know, taking all of those drippings, making a roux, and making, like, just a very, very turkey-y, poultry yeah. gravy. And, sure, sure. And, and, and I think that's also part of the Filipino in me. Like, like, like a lot of the Filipino food, it's always, like, mm-hmm. this, like, saucy, braised element, and we have it with rice, Right. And it's never, it's usually never dry. It's not like, you know, and stuff like, 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 I don't really have a lot of like, it's very rare that you have like a dry item with the rice. So like me, like if I have, like, that's true. If, yeah. Yeah. If, good, if, good, good if I have turkey, like I need something yeah. saucy with it. And so I make the gravy that saucy thing, you know, and that might be where the flavor comes anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Even if you dry brine, wet brine, it's still... Like 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 I I personally I've always liked the turkey and a lot of people don't care for that part. It's all about the carbs, which I totally get. But like as long as it's not overcooked, right? I I really like that that flavor. It's more interesting than chicken, but I, I'm I'm down for a, a good gravy too. So I I just really like 
the, the turkey part and yeah. all the food parts of Thanksgiving. But yeah, um, but like as far as the Filipino dishes go, um, it's usually it'll usually be in the desserts. We're not like you know like I love like like oh see now here maybe here's the how do you pronounce P E C A N yeah. P E oh. Uh, what do I usually say? I say, I think I usually say pecan. Yeah, that's what I do. It's not. I I, I don't have strong well, feelings. Well, if you see pecan, though, like, if, that's fine. Our southerners but... are, are, you know, that listen to us are going to be like a pecan pie. And I, I, I probably, if I probably had Thanksgiving in the South, I would probably like pronounce it the, you know, insist that, on that, that, that pecan. Way. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, between I like that. I mean, like I like pumpkin pie. I'm not into pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> not at all. Uh, yes. I'm I'm with you there. Nope. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's not for me. And and that's all that's that's, okay. that's all your neck of the woods, you know? You guys are the ones that like invented all that <laughs> nonsense. I don't know, man. I think PSLs are beyond the northeast now. It's just Oh no no no, but I mean like oh, it, it started mean, like, there. I'm the... saying yeah, no, it's oh, they're they're, they're yes, terrible here. We do have it's awful yeah, here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have we we have to blame. We we are to blame for that. So, but um yeah, like I okay. you know, it it always depends um yeah, like just Filipino culture it's Yeah. It's one of the better, you know, it's one of the the, the favorite holidays because like our culture is like it it's it's centered around food in general. So anytime there's a holiday on top of it being centered around food, like it's, it's, it's on, you know, it's game time. So, you know, and I don't know if we're going to be recording like, like for, for Christmas or anything like that, but yeah, that's like one of like the, the Filipino traditions like that we also do. It's called, you know, Noche Buena, you know, translates to like good evening or good night. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's basically like, like buff like you have din it's like eating like hobbits it's like dinner then you have second dinner <laughs> then you have midnight snack because you know i i tell people all the time like Philippi- this is this is christmas christmas eve eve correct yeah going into okay oh like the only time you'll see filipinos early is for christmas it's because that's only <laughs> it's the only time they want to like open up presents early right and so and and that's what they'll that's what we will do. We'll like literally like we'll have dinner like at five o'clock, kind of chill, yeah. veg out. Maybe we go to like you know like like the, the depending on like who you know the family if they go to church or not, um, you know and, and stuff like that. But then right right like yeah, it'll be like oh it's eleven thirty, it's time for second dinner, <laughs> you know like you know and stuff like that. <laughs> and then oh, at man. midnight like everyone's like you know opening their gifts like the moment it cracks midnight merry christmas open your gifts <laughs> and then everyone like passes out on christmas day everyone like like wakes up like at oh gosh like 11 yeah, yeah. like 11 12 1 who who knows <laughs> is is drinking involved too with the uh the meal um or very depend- very I much mean, so yeah yeah um, if you drink then yes oh yeah <laughs> Definitely. Well, uh, we can definitely revisit that. <laughs> I, I think it's it's fun to. I mean, I mean sorry, sorry about like other like Christmas or you know, holiday 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 time traditions, but that's pretty awesome. I I didn't I didn't know that. It's, it's <laughs> that. Yeah, and it's almost like the season of eating, like between yeah. between Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. It's like this, like slow binge of just like all of this food, it's you know, and stuff like that. And yeah. you're like, oh, you know, like I've been good all year, you know, and stuff like that. I'm like, nah, you're not going into the next year. Uh, you're not gonna go in as a twig. Like you're gonna go in like being stuffed oh. like an animal. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> awesome. Um, I actually, you, you know, just last year, first time I, I've made. I've made the turkey a few times because mm-hmm. uh, we we've usually either had a small gathering here or I think it's just immediate like just my immediate household last year. But be- before we, we like to host and kind of practice hospitality. But I spatchcocked the turkey for the first time too, and 
I, I really like that. It was it was a um, I think I bought the turkey from Whole Foods, so it's already brined. Mm-hmm. So that part was taken care of. Um, I, I would dry brine too if I were to do it. You know, like wanted to go from scratch, but spatchcocking totally that's the way to go um i did everything the morning of so like that's a great idea next time i have to do it to prep it night before dry brine it and make the gravy because then like that's like yeah with, with that takes time to boil you know like like you said make the stock and all that yeah yeah so like so like like right now like it's sunday as we record this like my turkey's yeah. already thawing like, like yeah, yeah it would have to, yeah it'd have to I'm, I'm you know and it's not a, like, like i said like it's not like gonna be a, like a big group of us i think it's like a 11 pound bird so it's it's not you know it's gonna well on top of all the other like right all the many other dishes oh so uh, i'm only uh, doing so i'm only doing the turkey the gravy and the stuffing but but our other folks, yeah, I mean, like you know, my, bringing... my, my my parents are gonna do some stuff uh, my brothers are gonna do That's... some stuff yeah so. Hold on, hold on, Taryn. You're making a lot of noise. <laughs> I, I I could good lord, I could, good lord. I couldn't hear it. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, Gerard said he couldn't hear you, but no, there's like fucking like plates and things like clashing. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't. Well, you're like banging on the counter. <laughs> it's, it's it's not making its way to the microphone. So okay, you're not making your way to the microphone. You're just. No, even it's like like just that. Did you hear that? Like very, very mildly. Faint, very faintly. Okay, okay, that's that's fine. I just I, it sounded really loud because like, through yeah, the yeah, head, yeah. even like through well, the headphones. I mean, you're but... you're right there. So also, I'm right there. <laughs> um, your your description though of of both Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think, is very much so. Where I w- I would say I'm okay making the blanket statement that. Taiwanese folks love their food as well. So, and I can definitely speak for my family and my extended family that uh, Thanksgiving has been been always great in that like just a lot of food turns up. So there's the American Thanksgiving stuff, turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, mashed potatoes, whatever. Taiwanese dishes like uh, the Taiwanese pop fried popcorn chicken, popcorn chicken. or and so no, or pork no, no, chops, no popcorn turkey. No popcorn turkey. No, that would. Is that worth trying? Maybe, maybe one year. Um, and then, well, t- some Taiwanese dishes that show up are like the the glutinous rice, the sticky rice mm-hmm. that has like shiitake, maybe some pork and some other stuff. So that itself could be the stuffing. I think some people do make that into the stuffing, but no, there's both. So we also really like stovetop stuffing. So. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, sorry. A couple of years ago, like I saw, I, th- I think I saw a video on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it was Bon Appetit, but th- it was what they did after. But I started doing this also before, and I think I'm probably going to do yeah. it. They do stuffing fried rice. Oh, and it okay, it's awesome. It's so awesome. You just like literally just get you know get some Dale fr- fried rice. And then yeah. put an egg, you know, put your, put some green onions, maybe a little bit of like sesame oil and puts it, mm-hmm. put that stuffing in there. Oh, and then with like chili crisp. Sure. Oh, chili crisp on the side. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, it's a game changer. Like for any, like 100%, if you have leftovers and specifically yeah. stuffing, you need to make stuffing. Like I'm going to tell everyone right now, make stuffing fried rice. It's like, it's incredible. So, so that. So are are you saying the actual bready stuffing is in place of no, rice? In, it's in, in the in addition. It is it, in addition. It's, okay, it's, but so it still has the rice. It's the rice and and all the flavors and, and, of the stuffing. Because a lot of times, like if, especially if you do it with the leftovers, you're not going to have like yeah. an incredible amount of it, right? So you're like, what do I do? Right, what do I right. do with this like little bit of stuffing that I have left? I see. You know, and instead, like maybe some people will like you know like some people I don't know like like. Yeah, it's the the quote unquote the meat substitute. So some people will do like chicken fried yeah. rice, beef fried rice, pork fried rice, but you do yeah. do stuffing fried rice. Stuffing fried, stuffing rice. fried rice. Oh. Oh, sorry, I didn't mention. So we actually are traveling for Thanksgiving this year. Um, that that part I'm not the traveling. The drive is not is always rough. New York. Uh, 
Yeah, so we'll, we'll go to New York on Thursday, Thanksgiving morning, like early in the morning, because uh, I've made the drive Wednesday, even like mid afternoon. No, 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 no. Like it's it's bad. No, no, this no, is no, no. normally a four, four and a half hour drive, Boston, New York. It, it's like mm-hmm. one year. I think it took seven, eight hours. So I'm gonna tell you. I wanted to. I yeah, it's so. Well, in my younger days, you know, you you you, you did it to see family. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you right now. It's the stupid thing to do. Okay. <laughs> the equivalent here in Southern California is, yeah. is driving to Las Vegas. Okay. Oh. And oh, you mean distance wise or just, even, just in gen- like, like it's the thing that's people closest. Go... You know, like if people are going to yeah. drive somewhere, do a little road trip to either visit family or go on vacation somewhere or something like that, you, you know, yeah. like I don't, I can't say for other states, you know, or, or anything like that. But if you're in Southern California, like the furthest yeah. you'll probably drive anywhere is to Las Vegas. You know, like maybe like you'll go to Coachella, you know, like, but that's not, a, that's not a crazy amount of people. A lot of people go to Las Vegas. If you okay. go, if you leave for Las Vegas on a Friday, you, it, like if you left at 5 PM on a Friday, yeah, you may arrive there at like 11, maybe midnight. Okay. If you left at 10 p.m., you could get there by 1 p.m. <laughs> like 1 a.m. Oh, oh man. You could get okay, like 1 or right. 2 a.m. Like you should just yeah. wait. Like people just wait. So it should be it should be a 4-hour drive. Yes. Well, there, there, four, right. four to um, like if you're in LA, probably 5. Probably five. Okay. But anyone that Com- lives yeah, in it's L- comparable yeah, distance. Anyone that yeah. lives in L- like if you live in LA, if you live in OC, I'm a little bit more inland. No, just like, do not get a hotel for Friday night. Just don't do it. Like, there's no <laughs> point. You're going to get there like at midnight unless someone else got there Thursday and already has the place yeah. for you. You should just leave Saturday morning, <laughs> like at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. and get there and you're good. To, you can chill. You have the whole day to yourself. Screw it. Yeah, like, I'm not doing that's what I would like. Yeah. Like if if I knew that I'm like oh four four or five hours, yeah, I'm not I'm not leaving till that day. I I will leave and yeah, you're just like that sounds so bad. Like no, you will be thankful if you left at two in the morning or three in the morning. You get there at like six or seven. You know you can still nap. Yeah, you can you can get a good nap in. Everyone else is gonna be chilling. And then you just wake up at noon, wake up at one or whatever, one or two, and then, you know, do what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, it, it's tricky because you got to like for holiday, right? You got to be there at a certain time and stuff. And it's not it's not a whole lot of time off either. So we haven't. Yeah. So we just haven't made the, the trip because it's like my, my folks have come up here one year. I think even Taryn's parents flew in a couple like couple years back but uh the good thing is like because of all my extended family cousins aunts and uncles and now like cousins like families you know their spouses and kids it, it's it's a night it's a nice time I, to see everyone i am looking so. at it right now right well i know and yeah. i know it's going to be different like obviously on thanksgiving but it's it's yeah. what 10 10 o'clock 10 yep it's, so it's 10 p.m right now over there yeah, yeah. there is no traffic you will get there in no, three no. hours, 53 minutes. Yeah. And and then, you know, like, if you go fast, you, you could do... Uh, like three and a half, three and, three, three and a quarter. Yeah, three yeah, and a quarter. Three, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, so. for, for me, I could do Vegas in three, in three hours. And that's nothing. It's, mm. and it, that's, that's, a, it is an easy three hours. Yeah, yeah. So the, the drive, we're not doing it for the drive. And also... You know, it has to be said. I'm also driving with like yeah. ki- with kids, right? Like, like so leaving late at night. It's like we did that too, but I think it's just everyone's really groggy, and then I think I feel bad. My folks are really excited to see us, so they'll stay up, but that that's way past their preferred bedtime. So, you know, like, so leaving later at night could it could work, but I, even Wednesday, I, I'd have to leave like nine p.m. No, or something no, like that. No. To, to, like, I like, would like you said, I'm leave like realistically i'm leaving like at 5 a.m four four or 5 a.m i want to leave right at sunrise 
I don't want to drive in the dark. <laughs> yes, that that too. Yeah, totally that too. Like for me, like Las Vegas, it's nothing. My, like it, it, yeah. it, even at night, easy drive. You know, okay. but like I can't imagine East Coast, Boston, possibly. Like, is it snowing right now? No, there's not yet. Uh, no, it's not snowing yet. But just like there's patches in that drive where even there's a major highway, it's dark, and then. I don't oh yeah, know. I, I, dri- I, just, I driven get, on those streets. Those streets are garbage over I just there. Get just t- like, I know. just get tired. Yeah, yeah, you've you've driven to to like Connecticut. And City stuff, makes so no sense. <laughs> but yeah, so it's gonna be a big family gathering. Uh, I don't even know how many people. Uh, so you know, hopefully everyone is in good health, comes back in good health, and uh it'll be nice i think it'll, it'll, it'll be nice it, it's definitely another step towards normalcy since uh my folks love to host as well so that's yeah, that that's the thanksgiving plan nice this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I know that you have this set as like the three year anniversary, which is weird. Oh, I, so I, yeah, I just want to mention. Yeah. So, so as uh, George mentioning our show notes. So, yeah, three years of this podcast, the anniversary is coming up on December 4th. And I think I always miss it. And, so, and, and just by luck, I think you, you bring it up and I'm like, really? It hasn't been that long. So I got ahead of it. And yeah, it's, uh, it's three years old. Does, does it feel that long? Yes and no. It's weird yeah. because when we started yeah. recording, Julian didn't exist yet. Yeah. Right? So right. so that's right. So the fact that you know it was like I was barely married, you know, like, like and stuff <laughs> like that. It's like I knew that. Like, what, what year? Yeah. What, what year? Nineteen. Did you guys get married again? Twenty nineteen. Oh, it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. In, oh, in February. Okay. Okay. And then we okay. started the podcast in, you know, um, the, oh, man. we, we, we connected like in October yes. and then you like, and then you pitched the idea to me to do the podcast. And then like, yeah, like, just like the first launch was the first episode was in December. Yeah. But yeah. It was just like, yeah, I was, I was a newlywed and then newly found out that I was going to become uh Papa G and then, and that was it. <laughs> And then 2020 happened, and like here we are. Like it's like oh, the past two years right. have been just like oh Jesus, you know. It's yeah, it it, it all blurs <laughs> together. And yeah, we we've taken breaks, and we used to like you know we used to go by a season system mm-hmm. until I realized that's silly because you know it's not hard and fast, and and that's fine. Uh, I'll say shout out to listeners who I think I used to say we we try to do two episodes a month. That has not been true really ever. I think we average three episodes per two months. <laughs> yeah, one that... every six weeks. One every six. Yeah, yeah, that's a better way to. I mean, we were pretty. Wait, wait, no. The thing is, no, like early on, no, 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 not six weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the thing is, early on, we were okay in like you know going back to back to back, but then we just realized like this is like this is like work. It's like 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 exhausting, you know, because it, it just is. it just meant that like I'm just like. <laughs> So none of our Sunday nights, you know, like, like we're like available are free, are free or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like I want to go on something with my family. Well, you're recording a shaving podcast. Sorry. And like, and then we're, we're both just like, eh, eh, if it happens, it happens. We also have a listener spotlight with Sloppy Badger for you guys to listen to. So we can kick that over to it right now. 
Hey guys, welcome back to another segment of Listener's Spotlight here on Lather Talk. Today I am joined by uh, one of our beloved patrons. Uh, he is an active member of the Lather Talk Discord and listener of the show. I have for you Mr. Sloppy Badger. John, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a huge honor and I cannot wait to take over the show because my name is John and we both wear glasses. No one will know. No one will know. So I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> John, I like that you're picking up on there's a running joke. Uh, actually, this is not the first time I've spoken to uh, Mr. Sloppy Badger here as uh, he actually joined and was a wonderful uh, guest on a random Instagram live that I did a few days ago uh, based on the time of the recording. Uh, and yeah, it was actually a really fun night where we were just kind of having uh, different uh, members of the audience on, onto the show. And you jumped in, you tackled the question, but then later on you were helping me like triage and like get comments in the chat. And I mean, this is no joke. Like you did a wonderful job. So uh, I, I had such a great time. So thanks again for your help there. I did. I did have to apologize to uh, Caleb for questioning his manhood multiple times. And I did that formally <laughs> on Instagram that, yeah. <laughs> and I do wholeheartedly apologize, Caleb. You're a man without buying Ishtar. I'm, I'm sorry. Mostly, mostly, <laughs> mostly, mostly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah we were joined by uh, Caleb from Ellsworth razors, as well as Matt Fox, another uh, lather talk uh, patron and, and listener. So anyway, that's kind of, I think we're kind of just picking up from there uh, in case just certain rapport that we have. <laughs> but uh, the listeners want to know more about the fellow listeners. So let's start off with, uh, John, how long have you been wet shaving and how did you get into wet shaving? Um, so I knew uh, I was taught as a, a kid, which sounds weird to use a, a straight razor. It was a thing my grandfather did not that I needed to use it it was just one of those I got to pass it on to you and probably 2005 maybe six I I found a straight razor he had passed uh years before then I found the straight razor tired beyond all belief like everyone else of the price of cartridges and how bad they were and I mean they just you know it was terrible so I decided to pick it up again uh so I did that for a really long time, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was a hobbyist because I didn't know it existed. I was using uh, canned goo and sometimes Williams. You know, I would, I would find that or whatever they had at the uh, grocery store, and I would use that for lather. So I, I did that for a really long time, like 15, 16 years before I found the hobby. All right, so, so you make the distinction between, you know, getting into wet shaving versus being a hobbyist. So when did your hobbyist journey start? So that, you know, I was getting really kind of worried about using the razor long-term because it's, uh, you know, an heirloom and started looking around. I probably creeped around on the internet, finding the hobby and looking into rooms and, you know, just shaking my head and, you know, laughably later on, total disgusted. <laughs> what hobbyist shavers were into and how much stuff they had. Oh, how ridiculous that seemed at the time. Uh, before I kind of, I hopped in, but I was really just kind of gathering the information. You know, I thought, okay, I'll come in, I'll get the information. That's it. That's, you know, I'll, I'll see what's going on with it. I knew about uh, the different kinds of razors, you know, when you're talking about straight or uh, DE razors and twist, you know, twist top and all that, but I, I just, I wasn't thinking about it, but what I was looking for was a new razor. And I ended up buying a Dovo, uh, just their base, hmm. base, base, uh, straight that I still use a little bit today. And, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of where I found it. That's, uh, I ended up just kind of sticking around just, you know, for information, I'm never going to get into it. It's never going to happen. Just sticking around for information. I'm right. <laughs> and of course, that's that's not what happened at all. I'll just join this one forum. Yeah, that's it. It's, I'll just 
okay, maybe I'll start an Instagram page, you know, and just go down the, the terrible, terrible rabbit hole. And uh, just curious, what was your first double-edged razor? So I, I really, I laughed at them at first. I was like, you know, geez, there's no way it's going to be better in a, a straight razor. And uh, I really researched and I ended up uh, the Rockwell success is the first thing that I got. So, and that's not usual. A lot of people are like a Parker or a 34C or, you know, whatever. But I kind of, I went, well, I spent a hundred bucks on the Dovo. Why wouldn't I, you know, spend a hundred bucks on the Rockwell? And and everyone had given it, you know, real Mm -hmm. high praise. Uh, probably at the time I, I imagine I'd seen one of your videos talking about it and you may have had mm-hmm. some, you know, tiny part in that. I'm not paying you, but oh. you may have had some tiny <laughs> part in that. So, uh, that's the one I got. And I still, you know, like you, it's, I've been super happy with it. I don't use it as often, but I mean, it gives mm. great shaves. That's that's a great first safety razor, a, a double edge safety razor to to start with. Uh, which uh, which like if you do use it, which plates or plate do you typically favor? Four. Solid, right? Like <laughs> right right in the middle there, like a hair right the a hair there, more aggressive, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, there there are times like if I and I just don't if I go a you know a couple days without shaving. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. put the six plate on there and go for it. It's it's pretty mild overall, you know. Even on the six, yeah. it's not like you're. It, it's uh, it's not hyper aggressive. That's for sure. So, right, right. Awesome. Well, yeah, that that's definitely uh, you hit the jackpot there. <laughs> I, I do worry. I think I did. Like my my only worry about recommending that one and and listeners, Rockwell is not a sponsor of the show, but. Again, we're totally open to it. I do love the razor. <laughs> Don't enjoy oh, yeah. the Rockwell blades, though. You know, just to keep it to keep it real, I do not enjoy the Rockwell blades. But the razor, excellent. Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> and I watched you do it. It was great. Where was I going with it? Rockwell's not like, a sponsor, I just, but I lost it. Yeah, but what was I going to say before that? I, I, uh, I as a first razor, say. you wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank, thank you, thank you again. Such a such that's a why I'm guess. taking over the so show. Getting back on track. That's this the, is the I, yeah, exact yeah. Just swap one. Swap one, John, for another. Um, <laughs> well, it, uh, it 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 would be in good hands. It would be in good hands. But anyway, what what I was trying to, uh, to what I was trying to say was with all the different plate options, I can imagine. It, that razor being kind of intimidating and you know they have the rockwell 2c which i thought was kind of a, a smart way and i forget which are like the, the two options it's like the three and the one and three i don't, I don't I know think. the pairings uh one and three okay. yeah one and three uh but either way to kind of limp you kind of need like blinders on and that could be just a, a matter of like oh i want this razor that razor and like you list five different razors but really in the beginning right it's like you should stick with something and and get to really you know, get your technique down and get to know it so oh sure that, that's so my when, only reservation with like a sick yeah oh yeah and and i agree Sorry, because ahead. when i got it i was like okay i'm gonna use a six on the down and then you know when i'm going side to side i'm gonna yeah. do a four and then you know what it, when you're doing it you're like oh, this is so much work this is way too much work and I just settled on four and it's, you know, it's shaved very well ever since. Totally. Totally. Well, let's segue into kind of the meat and potatoes of uh, the segment. Uh, and that is, you know, what is your desert island shave? So, John, what are you bringing? What shaving gear are you bringing with you if you were stuck on a desert island for the rest of eternity? Well, um, that's probably not going to happen. And if I was, uh, I thought about this. I'm not shaving. That's that's it. I'm on a desert island. Who am I impressing? <laughs> are there are there native girls here? Is it just you know some monkeys throwing bananas at me? What do I care what I look like? So I I thought of it like Bilu. 
Uh, and I actually have it written down. So yeah. for a brush, absolutely okay. synthetic because it's got a it's got a last, and I'd be worried about a badger. Uh, the razor. I, so I looked it up. The to make sparks for a fire, I'm better off with stainless steel than titanium. <laughs> so Bilu may have been wrong oh. on that one, bud. Um, so I'm I'm okay. bringing the uh, carbon stainless steel, and then unscented because mm. it's a desert island and you know the monkeys throwing bananas at me don't care all oh, the banana soap that's <laughs> what i'd bring if it had trees <laughs> i'd bring the banana soap it'd be chiseled face banana whatever it is okay uh i, I do want to give a quick plug though uh so, so john's over on instagram at sloppy badger and actually takes wonderful photos and has very thoughtful write-ups um cheeky entertaining but also informative so definitely definitely check that out quick <laughs> quick plug for you before i before, before i forget um any post shave post shave product or throwing care to the wind um i i'm gonna have to go with i don't care what it feels like but the the 30 spf that's that's why i'm using post <laughs> i like that idea oh dude you're so going it, with to, the survival, yeah. To piggyback off it, I looked it up, and uh, the worst thing that you could shave with is uh, seawater. So you guys have talked <laughs> about it. What if, oh, what if I had to use seawater? So don't shave because you'll definitely get an infection. It's yeah, you're definitely yeah. going to get everything that's in the oh. ocean, and that'd be terrible. Oh. So no water, no fresh okay. water, no shave, no shave. Okay. Good to know, man. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad this is almost like a part two follow up to uh, One Past Ben's. <laughs> listener I just wanted to one up One Past Ben. That was my whole. That's the only reason I came on. Just to just to one up him. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. I, I do. I do like this competitive spirit. So we're, we'll have to see if future listener, you know, uh, listener spotlights will carry on that trend. Oh, please, someone show me up. It, it'd be easy. Have a have a good time with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that that is uh, those were some very solid choices, well researched. Uh, you, you know, you, you came you came to play to possibly defeat uh, our friend Ben. So <laughs> good good showing there, good showing. <laughs> I, I feel like John, you, you do try a lot of different shave gear, and a lot of times, you know, we'll ask each other about oh, what you know scent impressions and whatnot so i guess since you've been down the rabbit hole and and just, i don't know have, as you've had exposure to a lot of different scents and performance and all that uh can you say like are there any any interesting discoveries whether like oh you really came to uh love this artisan to dis- uh, you know, discover a certain artisan discover a certain scent or note like anything like that that happened this past year uh, for you, um, I mean the, I mean you know the releases that have come out have, you know a good portion of them are just, you know fantastic. Um, I don't I don't know if anyone's really gone off the, you know, the beaten path. I'm not saying it's the same old stuff, but people are yeah. constantly improving. You know, a lot of them are just in mm-hmm. one wheelhouse or another. Oh, it's a very, you know, sandalwood or tobacco or citrus forward. Um, you know, I, I've got a, everyone talks about the wheelhouse. Mine is, I don't like barbershop and that's it. I'll pretty much deal with anything else. Interesting. Except for barnyard. Okay. So past uh, right. yep. realistic oud and I'm not a, like Seville, and I, I have a hard time calling that a barbershop, I guess. But that's that's about as close to a barbershop that I like. But the citrus, the darks, the earthy, woody, you know, bright, I'm, I'm good with all of it. So there's just everyone's coming out with okay. really, really, really good stuff. And it's and it's tough to it's tough to slow down on buying because most of it's just fantastic. Totally. Totally agree. That, that's funny that barbershop is the category uh, that you, uh, doesn't just work. I, I would say Seville, though, uh, since you mentioned it, it's kind of like it's the barbershop for folks who don't like barbershop sense. 
because yeah. it's oh, like yeah. it's it's doing yeah it's it's barely there and and it's got that like citrus note to kind of like bring it around yeah it's still it's still got a little bit of the powdery and the you know the a little bit of the barbershop yeah. but the the citrus does i think pull it out of the well you know so little timmy doesn't have to stay in the well anymore but um those are the only things that <laughs> sorry timmy uh those are the only things that uh i really am not fond of and barbershops if you forced me to use one i'd you know i'd use it but probably not the heavy ouds i'm just not a not the barnyard stuff okay so, so namka not not a not a namka fan from Lo- we've, we've already so we talked about this on the live <laughs> and and i will reiterate <laughs> oh my god johnny so i love 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 everything and it <laughs> And it with Namka, unfortunately, it was like three or four shaves in, and I, it just didn't agree with me anymore. And it was me. It's all. It's this isn't. We're not breaking up. It's all me. It's not you. Um, it's uh, it just doesn't. But everything else, I mean, I can't. I, and I have most of his other soaps, and his base is, you know, unbelievable and off the charts. And uh, you know, the all his other scents just really. I think he's just done so well on that. Namka just did me in, I guess. So I'm going to give it to, um, it's okay. I'm going to give it to, Oh, who is it? Oh, Jesus of vegans. He lives sort of close to me and I'll probably head out that way and just drop it off. Cause he loves it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He, he's in North Carolina as well. Oh, that's well, it'll, it'll go to a good home. Yeah, well, we know he loves it, so. <laughs> that we do, that we do. Well, that, that's kind of, that that was the that was the main part. So you kind of uh, just nailed it, very very short and concise. I, I was was there any anything that that you want to tackle? I, uh, or... Oh, sure, I have some questions for you on the show today. If if you're oh, do you okay? It. Yeah, yeah, I've got one. You're I'm not up, I'm up for it. Yeah. Um, where, okay. <laughs> where do you think, <laughs> where, where do you see lather talk in the next couple of years? Do you think there'll be any major changes or what, what do you foresee? Uh, I guess I, what I foresee, what I hope is, uh, we're kind of dabbling with it now is the inclusion of live shows. So it's possible by the time that, uh, this airs, we'll have done it because it's in, it's in the works. I might just be able to talk about, it, I guess, like, I, I think um, whether this happens or not, <laughs> we'll, we'll revisit it, but uh, to have it on YouTube and broadcast the episode live. So, and, and to give everyone a heads up to come and it's, it's kind of doing what many, you know, the, uh, there's a lot of Instagram live shows that are popular right now. And it's the, for, for, you know, from our firsthand use, it's so easy to bring people on. And that's possible with YouTube, but I think there's a lot more available uh, for those who are familiar with like um, like Twitch and uh, you know just other st- other hobbies and topics that do streaming. You could do a whole, I mean, it's, it's basically like a late night talk show kind of thing. You can even do like funny sound effects and whatnot. So I kind of want to, I, I want to give that a try. I think that would work really well with Lather Talk. I think we have, you know, we're, we're three seasons in, three years in. I, I think uh, we've built up an audience. I I think the wet shaving community would be up for it, and in a way where even if someone can drop by for a segment, you know, like like late night talk shows and plug something, talk a little bit about something, whether it's a, like an artisan or something, and then pop out, and then someone from the community can pop in another content creator or you know, something like that. Um, I would, I would love to see. And I think that's, it's very attainable, obtainable, and we're going to try that firsthand. So hopefully so you're looking again, at software I'm... being a, a primary and then maybe potentially a different or bigger audience with YouTube as opposed to Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's been tricky, you know, for a, a little bit peek behind the curtain in that uh, I got into this for the audio side of things and wanting really good audio and, and working on that. But at the same time, since, uh, Ger- you know, Gerard and I are in different, you know, on different coasts 
uh, at different time zones, we needed to use like conference conferencing software to get it done. So it was recording the video anyway on top of the audio. So I just kind of put it out there. And, and once you offer video, it's hard. It's hard to put it back. It, it's like you can't. Oh, you, you had can't, I think on, one or two I mean, I tried. episodes, and then everyone. Just I went, tried. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Boo. Boo. Yeah. And. And there was an audience on YouTube as well, right? So uh, you can't really alienate um, that that segment. But at the same time, it's kind of been put on hold as I'm, you know, I'm figuring like the editing and like you mentioned, the trying different software. Um, it's there. The technology is, is there. It's just kind of getting all, all my, you know, all my stuff together in the background, um, getting Gerard on on board, and even some, you know some extra planning and and, and such. So. That's not like years down the line. That's that that's in the very you know this I would say this coming coming months slash year. So that that's where I hope and that and the ultimate you know that that goal is to uh, just bring in more listeners slash viewers uh, get get the word out there. Uh, I think some people still podcasts aren't for everyone, and I understand that. I personally love the medium uh, as I'm just whether you're driving for a commute, driving and running errands, or just doing stuff around the house, like laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love like listening to podcasts doing, I don't love doing or folding laundry, but it does help. It does help. And I, you know, I, I will say as a modern man, I, I do my part in this house. I do a lot of the cooking as well. Um, so I don't leave it all for the wife, but yeah. Sorry for the very long drawn out answer, but it's something I'm very excited about. And, I'm going to cut most um, of it in editing anyway. Yeah. I'll just, I'll put whatever I want <laughs> on there. That's, that's all I had for you uh, today on my show. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, great questions. Great questions. Thank you. I, I did a lot of research. <laughs> all right. Uh, before this gets like totally off the rails, uh, as much fun as we're having, I think we'll put a pin in it for <laughs> this listener spotlight. So sloppy badger. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, always a pleasure to to talk with you. My stomach is uh, hurting from all the laughing. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It really was fun. Okay. We really appreciate your support. And uh, so, guys, remember, uh, I gave a plug earlier, but check out uh, John's Instagram, Sloppy Badger, at Sloppy Badger. It's very straightforward. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we'll, we'll and we'll talk. We'll catch you later. All right. Have a good one.